ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد in a beautiful saying of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wasallam he mentioned three different things but they're all connected in a number of different ways the first of these three things that the prophet mentions alayhi salatu wasallam whoever believes in allah in the last day let them say what's good or remain silent the second thing he continues to mention whoever believes in allah in the last day let him be generous with his neighbor and the third thing he mentions alayhi salatu wasallam whoever believes in allah in the last day let him be generous with his guest let him honor his guest these three different things they're separate but also connected one reflection that we can derive from this hadith perhaps from the order first and foremost step 1 is always to look within the first thing the prophet mentioned alayhi salatu wasalam is to be mindful of your own words and we know in our deen there's a very strong connection between the tongue and the heart we just heard some ayat from the end of surah ahzab allah says oh you who believe ya ayyuhalladhina amanu taqullaha wa qulu qawlan sadida oh you who believe have taqwa of allah and the prophet taught us that's in the roots of it are in your heart the roots of it are internal they're in your chest alayhi salatu wasalam and the very next thing mentioned and say what's right say what's good so there's this consistent connection between the heart and the tongue the two are are always connected in our deen so the prophet he's saying alayhi salatu wasalam the first thing to be mindful of what's closest to you your own tongue your own words of course this isn't limited to words your words your actions your intentions so on and so forth but the first thing the prophet mentions alayhi salatu wasalam is something within the individual so the first thing he says is to be mindful of your own words as well as everything else that directly applies to you that you have control over that you're responsible for alayhi salatu wasalam so step 1 is the closest thing to you your tongue the next closest thing that the prophet mentions is your neighbor and then the next layer is your guest which can come from anywhere it could be a neighbor it could be from someone within a different city different county state country etc the prophet is teaching us and it's it's worth noting that he mentions before each of these three things the importance of belief in allah in the last day so what he's teaching us alayhi salatu wasalam is there are two sides to this coin on one side by doing these things this is proof with Allah this is evidence with Allah evidence in your own book of deeds as it relates to your iman the flip side of that coin so if someone the prophet is emphasizing iman faith in Allah in the last day it's not limited to these two things but these two things especially are highlighted and of course the other 
pillars of Iman are implicitly included, the Prophet's highlighting a part, but it also includes the whole. So on one side, there's the side of Iman by doing so, and on the other side, there's the side of hypocrisy of Nifaq by not doing so. And one of the consistent themes that we find in the Qur'an as it relates to hypocrisy, you, know, you notice it straight from the beginning of Surah Al-Baqarah. You have a few ayat. You have five ayat if you include Alif Lam Mim dedicated to the Mu'mineen. May Allah make us from among them. And then only two ayat dedicated to Kufar. And then 13 ayat related to Munafiqeen, related to hypocrites. And the first thing Allah mentions regarding them, Allah Azza wa Jal highlights two things. Allah says, وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَقُولُ بِاللَّهِ وَبِالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَمَا هُمْ بِمُؤْمِنِينَ Two pillars of Iman are mentioned, but the rest of them are also included. So Allah says, whoever, there are some people, they say they believe in Allah in the last day, but then Allah says that they don't really believe, and Allah describes different qualities and attributes of this type of personality that Allah is telling us Himself to avoid. One of the reasons why there are more details regarding the sickness as opposed to the cure is because the cure is very straightforward and simple. These are action items. Focus on these. Try to be consistent in them. Be sincere. And, and that'll be fine. But then when it comes to, you know, think of Corona, there are all these different variants and we want to protect ourselves from all of them as best we can. There can't be the luxury regarding health in general. Okay, I'm going to try to protect myself from this, but for this other thing, you know, I think I'll be okay. I'm just going to assume that I'll be okay, even if I'm not putting in the effort regarding it. So what the Prophet is doing, والسلام, he's teaching us to do three things. And implicitly, he's also telling us to avoid the opposite. And if we try to do the good and avoid the bad, then we hope that we'll be okay. The first thing the Prophet mentions is the tongue. What is the first thing that Allah mentions after the first five ayat, and then you have ayah six and seven, and then when you look at ayah eight, and this is a consistent theme throughout the Qur'an. There are different signs of iman that Allah mentions. There are different qualities of the believer that Allah emphasizes, and we should take note of them in terms of what to do. And the Qur'an is always balanced, so there are also other signs in terms of what not to do. Allah doesn't only tell us about Musa, He also tells us about Fir'aun. Very clear example, what to do, what not to do. And the contrast speaks for itself. The first thing the Prophet mentions is the tongue, Allah mentions in Surah Mujadala that there can be a gathering of three, Allah is their fourth. There can be a gathering of four, Allah is their fifth. Or five and Allah is their sixth. It could be more, it could be less. The point is, regardless of the actual number, the point is Allah is aware. Allah knows of everything, for better or for worse, that we may do, that we may say, that we may intend, so on and so forth. The first priority the Prophet is teaching us here, والسلام, step one is to look inside, to look internally. To look internally, to be mindful and to, to have some type of self-awareness. And what the Prophet specifically highlighted here is words, is the tongue, وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَقُولُ Allah meant, what is the first thing that's mentioned regarding these people when Allah is telling us what not to do, what to avoid? The first thing that Allah mentions regarding this type of person, we ask Allah to protect us, 
speaking, words. Look at Surah Hadid later on in the Quran regarding the mu'mineen. Allah says to the Prophet, يَوْمَ تَرَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ يَسْعَنُ رُوهُمْ بَيْنَ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَبِأَيْمَانِهِمْ On that day, you will see, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the believers, the male and the female, يَسْعَنُ رُوهُمْ بَيْنَ أَيْدِيهِمْ They're going to have all of this nur, all of this light in front of them and on their right. Which can be understood literally, it can also be understood figuratively. These are Ashabul Yameen. These are people, they would try to do right by Allah and they would try to do right by people. So what's mentioned here is something seen. What's mentioned in the ayah afterwards is in connection with words. يَوْمَ يَقُولُ الْمُنَافِقُونَ وَالْمُنَافِقَاتِ لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا On that day, the hypocrites, the male and the female, they will say to the believers, give us some of your light. So they didn't actually put in the work, they didn't put in the effort, but they show up on that day, even though nothing was prepared for it. And it's not just about the outward. The outward has its time and its place in our deen without question. But there's also a very, very, very significant importance as it relates to the internal. In the same jama'ah, behind the same person, the same prophet, the same messenger, described by Allah as rahmatan lil'alameen, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In the same jama'ah behind him, you had a mix, you had a mixed bag. There were those who were from the best of the best. Allah says, radiallahu anhum wa radu'an. Allah says that Allah is pleased with them and they're pleased with him. You also had others praying behind the same Prophet, alayhi They turned away from Allah, Allah turned away from them. They forgot Allah, Allah forgot them. The Prophet is the same, the message is the same, alayhi but what the Prophet is teaching us is this internal, consistent, perpetual tazkiyah. Especially as it relates to words. Because there's always a connection between the words and the heart. So the first of these three things the Prophet is teaching us, والسلام, step one, to be mindful of the words. And in the longer hadith in which the Prophet والسلام, has this beautiful, incredibly powerful conversation with Sayyidina Mu'adh ibn Jabal, the Prophet said regarding this companion, Mu'adh ibn Jabal, that he's the most knowledgeable regarding halal and haram. You had different sahaba, different companions, who had different areas of expertise. Everyone has a different niche, a different role to play in every community. You have Khalid bin Walid, an expert on the battlefield, Abu Huraira, an expert in hadith, so on and so forth. Mu'adh ibn Jabal, he was an expert, especially as it related to fiqh, especially as it related to law. In this conversation, th this one specifically, the Prophet, they're, they're, it's, it's part of a, a longer conversation that they're having, but within it, the Prophet mentions that your words are part of your deeds. And Mu'adh, he was surprised to hear that. He was surprised by that, radiallahu anhu. Ya Rasulullah, are our words part of our deeds? And the Prophet says, yes, of course. And there's nothing other than the tongue that will be the reason for a person being dragged into the fire. We seek Allah's refuge. And the Prophet mentions within that narration, kufa alayka hadha. To be extremely cautious and mindful and careful as it relates to the tongue. What the Prophet is doing here, alayhi salatu wasalam, he's teaching us that for this thing that is so small, yet so significant, it can literally make or break your akhirah. It can literally make or break the infinity that's waiting for you. 
The Prophet is teaching us out of these three things, and it's important to note before one, and before two, and before three, what the Prophet is doing, he's emphasizing Iman, Iman, Iman. These are signs of Iman, these are signs of Iman, these are signs of Iman. The Prophet could have said, whoever believes in Allah on the last day, then let them say what's good or be silent, let them honor, uh, let them be generous with their neighbor, let them be generous with their guest. The message in and of itself, the core of it is the same. But when the Prophet reiterates, reiterates, reiterates before A and B and C, the same preface, whoever believes in Allah on the last day, then let them do this. Whoever believes in Allah on the last day, let them do this. Whoever believes in Allah on the last day, let them do this. The Prophet is really, really emphasizing that if someone is ultimately going to be successful on that day, and we hope and we pray that we're among them, these are, it seems so simple and so small, but the Prophet is teaching us these are very significant things. The first thing has to do with the tongue. The second thing has to do with a person's neighbor. How does a person treat their neighbor? How does a per do, do they even care about their neighbors? Are they aware of who their neighbors are? Of course, you have different norms and different cultures and societies, but the Prophet is teaching us something universal, that the person who truly believes in Allah in the last day that should be something that weighs on them. That should be something that matters to them. Am I parking in front of my neighbor's driver, uh, driveway when I shouldn't be? What about the neighbors to the masjid, for example? Are we parking somewhere we shouldn't be? It seems so simple. But the Prophet is teaching us, be mindful, be mindful, be mindful of your words, of your neighbors, of your guests. The Prophet is giving us these action items. The first one, to do with a person's character. And what he highlights is their words. And then the next one has to do with how does a person impact their area, their locality, their neighborhood? Are they mindful? Are they aware? The first step is to protect your neighbor at least from your bad, at least from your evil, at least from, from the negative side of things. At least be a neutral neighbor. If you're not going to be the greatest neighbor ever, at least be neutral. Even if you're listening to Qur'an at 2 in the morning, don't blast it so loud that your neighbor is going to be annoyed by it. And if they are, that's not on them, that's on you. You have to be mindful of that. You have to be conscious of that, to be aware of that. The first thing is the words. The second thing is our neighbors. And the third thing is our guests. How to treat them. How to be kind to them. How to honor them. How to be good to them. But the Prophet started close and then he went a little bit further and then he went a little bit further. We ask Allah to make this a reminder of benefit for all of us. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Aqulu qawli hadha astaghfirullah li wa lakum fasafiru innahu huwa al-ghafur rahim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulullah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما صلى الله على محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم. A few very simple self-explanatory action items that I want to encourage for myself first and foremost and everyone here between today. Allah knows how much time we have left in our lives. Period. We hope and we pray for long lives filled with good health and happiness and a lot of good deeds. The Prophet prays the type of life that a person has if it's long and it's filled with so much good. A lot of it has to do with perspective. How can we individually, internally, 
as individuals, as Muslims, as people, as families, how can we take each of these three things that seem ever so simple, and how can we express the beauty of the fragrance of the sunnah by trying our best, even in small ways, to practice each of these three things between today and next Friday, for example. Maybe somebody, they, they want to go, they want to hit the ball out of the park. They want to do all three of these things today, maybe even before Maghrib comes in. The sooner the better. How can I use my tongue in good ways, even in small ways, between now and next Friday? If someone's a teenager, can they avoid using certain terminology? You catch my drift. Just look at between now and next Friday. Don't worry about 10 years, 20 years. No, no, no. Don't overwhelm yourself just between today and next Friday. Can you make the intention to avoid certain language, to be mindful of your words? Can someone say something kind to their spouse? Can someone say something kind to their kids? For example, let's take these three concepts regarding our words, because the tongue can do a lot of good, it can also do a lot of bad. The Prophet warned us that the main thing, people are going to be dragged to a place we hope we never, ever, ever go, primarily is because of their tongue, because of their words. So he's cautioning us. How can we use our words in good ways between today and next Friday? How can we do something to be good to our neighbors between today and next Friday? How can we do something to be good to our guests between now and next Friday? We ask Allah to help us to take these ideas and to put them into practice. We ask Allah for sincere iman. We ask Allah for ikhlas. We ask Allah for sincerity. And we ask Allah to protect us from the opposite. We ask Allah for clean and pure hearts, for good intentions, for good words, for good actions. And we hope and we pray that Allah accepts them from us. And we hope that Allah forgives all of our mistakes, all of our sins. We hope Allah Azza wa Jal pardons us for anything that we've done that is displeasing to Him. We ask Him to pardon us. And if there's anything between us and His creation, we might as well try to fix it when we're above the ground because once we're below the ground there's no going back the next time we resurface on that day is Yawm Al-Qiyamah so there has to be this mindfulness and this presence of heart regarding these things as well as others Rabbana atina fi dunya hasna fi al-akhirati hasna wa kan adhaab al-nar Rabbana la tu'akhidna in nasina aw akhtakna Rabbana wa la tahmil alayna isran kama hamiltahu ala alladhina min qablina ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقة لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون وأقم الصلاة شيخ عبد الله